You're listening to the Bible in Real Life podcast with Lee Fulford, where questions about the Bible meet real life. Hello, hello, this is Lee Fuller, and you are listening to the Bible in Real Life podcast. So I'm glad you tuned in this week, and you are going to be glad you tuned in this week, because today we are talking about how to follow God in real life. You know, so sometimes I'll hear these stories about a person say, hey, the Lord showed me to do this or told me to do that. And let me tell you, you know, I've read the Bible. You know, as we're going through scriptures, we see Abraham. We see how different ones, God will say, hey, get up and go. Um, Ananias, hey, get up, go talk to Paul. So you see in the Old Testament and the New Testament, you see those that heard God's word and they acted and they moved according to what God told them to do. Well, today I'll be introducing a brother that has a similar experience and a vivid testimony. I'm going to let him introduce it. But if you've been wondering, how can I, um, what are some of the, let me see, what does it look like in real life to respond to God's call? And do people still do this? Does this still happen? Well, today we are going to have, um, you're going to follow in this journey with me. So today I'm going to bring on my good buddy. Uh, his name is David Davis. Hello, my friend. Good afternoon, Lee. Welcome. All right. <laughs> my man. So um, give you a little bit about David. So we have served in, in ministry together here in the Tampa Bay area. Now, my man, he's uh, he's one of those, what do I call him? He's one of those, um, you know, when Jesus was handing out talents, you know, some people got one, right? I, I could talk a little bit. So I got my one. I'm just going to talk, 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 talk. But this man here, you know, he worked in the team ministry. He was in the choir. He also has that gift of communication. So, you know, him and his his five, ten talents, his two, three, five talents. Um, that's that's who David was. David also, I remember we were talking one time and he said, you know what? The Lord told me to open this outreach. So he invited me to it. And before I know it, boom, he was up and had established this outreach ministry where where we may get into some of that in the in the session today, in the interview today. But as long as I've known this person, this is one that when he hears what God shares and puts on his heart, he follows God in real life. Today, we're going to see how that's working out and hopefully encourage the rest of us to, to do what God tells you to do. So, David. Glad to have you here, my brother. Lee, I'm glad to be here, man. Thank you uh, for that incredible introduction, man. Uh, yeah, it's been a journey, and here we are. <laughs> you know, there is a verse in Psalms 63, 8, you know, and I tell people whenever I quote a verse, I quote King James, because that's, you know, that's what you memorize. That's the authorized King version. James. Right? <laughs> uh, uh, Psalms 63, 8, my soul followeth hard after thee. The right hand upholds me. And you are the person that I think of, of somebody following hard. <laughs> it ain't always easy. He will follow hard after yeah. God. So um, I just want to, you know, open it up a little bit. Um, 
So, so tell me, I'm I'm originally from Fort Myers. Were you? Are you originally from the Tampa Bay area? Absolutely, man. Born and raised. All my family is there. Uh, deep, deep roots. Come on, home those uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Can we just give a quick? All right, yeah. Born, All right. born and raised, man, from the soil. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, let me ask you. Um, so as I was thinking about, you know, following hard after God, there's a movie that I liked called Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. Right. So that's one of my, you know, Will Smith's one of those movies. Right. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite movies. Um, what what would be one of your favorite movies? Like, hey, you know what? I've probably seen it at least 10 times. Man, you know, honestly, it's a it's an interesting movie, man. I don't think it's like super popular, but it's a movie that I go to very regularly whenever like my faith tank is low or whenever I'm kind of like, all right, this is a little bit more than I can take. I'll go to this movie and just allow it to reset my imagination and reset like my tenacity even. But it's um, it's what is it? The Secret Life of Walter Mitty or something like that. It's starring Ben Stiller. And so basically it's this guy who he has these um he has this vivid imagination and he goes off into these places where like he gets visions and it's super climactic. And then he comes back only to find out that he's living like a regular life. And then towards, um, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> towards the middle of the movie, something happens where he's like, you know what? I'm going to actually go on this adventure that I always, my mind always goes into these adventures. I'm going to actually go on an adventure. And so he, he leaves his job. He finds himself like in the middle of, uh, I think like Greenland or Iceland somewhere like literally out there because he's trying to get this picture to uh, a photographer because he worked for Time Magazine. And so like all of these crazy, you know, images and stuff, he's starting to have less and less of, less of these visions because he's actually living it out now. And so I know it's a strange movie and people are probably like, well, wow. how, does, how does that work? And what it does, like I said, it just, it puts me back in a space of whenever you're, whenever you've stopped moving or when, whenever you slow down in your faith, even like dream again imagine hmm. again believe again wow man <laughs> i didn't know that's where it was gonna go that, that's a good question i'm gonna have to you know i got to start interviewing people and be like hey what's your what's your movie revelation <laughs> look i mean listen man i'm telling you find god in everything right right absolutely you know you know i don't know how we got stuck on the movie already but um a lot of so i remember one year i saw this movie Yes, man, or yes, with Jim Carrey, something like that. Yeah. But in the movie, like he starts saying, Yes, hey, yes, I'll go. Yes, I'll do it. And yeah. I remember I did that for a year. Like, I don't know if this is a biblical point, but I did that for a year. And that yeah. year, I end up, you know, canoeing, you know, just stuff. I went camping, right? They're like, Hey, you want to go camping? I was like, yes. yes. You know, I end up camping. I said, Camping ain't too bad. Um, they there was a, a boat and you know you just kind of hang out behind the boat like on a tube tubing it was like, hey hey you want to go tubing like on the little tube they the boat just oh, kind of yeah, dragged yeah, you yeah. across the lake and mm -hmm. i was like mm, you know yes you know but it turned out it's so much fun right mm -hmm. so you know sometime i think i think um so many times no gets in the way right, right. Uh, and I think your life really opens up, you know, sometimes when you say yes. And I believe that you are that person that, you know, when the Lord lays something on your heart, you'll say yes. And um, and that has been um, has created an interesting story in your life. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So 
So first, share with me the story um, kind of for the outreach, because I, I, I think sometimes um, one yes can lead to another yes, right? Yeah. So so first, tell me that that outreach story, following God in the outreach. Sure, man. I actually want to come in on what you just said, though. You said one yes will normally lead to another yes. A yes is a domino effect, the same as a no, right? Uh. So a no can prevent dominoes from actually falling over but a yes will lead to the next one the next one the next one the next one so what happened was i was initially um back in 2018 the lord told me um to visit tulsa oklahoma and go to this church so i was like all right cool bet whatever and um he told me while i was there to apply for this internship i'm like man uh, unpaid internship i don't look i don't trust you like i don't trust you that much but if you're telling me to do it if you're telling me to do it i'll do it because okay. sometimes you have to say yes, even though the trust may not be there. Or even if, you know what I mean? You still have to know that yes is going to be honored later on. And okay. so oh, wow. I did what I knew. I applied for it. And when I didn't get it, I was like, all right, cool bet. Um, I know you told me to do it. So I'm not I'm not tripping, but why I didn't get it. And so what he said was I needed to test your yes. I needed to test your, your trust in me because now I want you to go start and do this outreach. Now I want you to go in the middle of downtown Tampa and I want you to go in this building and I'm going to show you what to do. I'm going to show you what to say. And so literally, man, it started out as Bible study with whoever would show up. Right. Okay. I think the room was the room was like 50 bucks to rent out. And I was like, all right, it comes with snacks. OK, cool. Right. All right. And so either the first or the second time I did it, what I was learning, man, is God was showing me the Bible. Like you talk about that King James, he was showing me the King James Bible, like in a new way that I mm. had never seen before in my, in my own life. And okay. also he was really strengthening my word knowledge. He was strengthening my trust in him. He was strengthening my yes even. So I think it was like during the second Bible study, um, I had a bunch of snacks left over. And so funny enough, there were some kids there who were being a little disruptive in the back. And I thought to teach them a lesson, we're going to go hand these snacks to the uh, people in the, you know, homeless people and people around. And what ended up happening, man, you know, you, you come with bread and you, you, you end up with water. Listen, we ended up praying for people. Like as we were handing out snacks, we ended up like my cousin and I actually we were guiding people, you know, on this walk with Christ getting people to give their life to Jesus. And so it started out as an act of obedience. Okay, God, let's mm. be leading Bible studies into an actual outreach. Okay, bet, <laughs> boom, we're going to hand out snacks at the end of this thing. And we're going to see, you know, who we can bring into the kingdom. We're going to see how we can enlarge the kingdom. And so that's actually how it started. So it was one yes that started almost a year prior to that's apply good. for an internship that actually got me to doing the outreach. Oh, wow. Wow, man, I, I love seeing these. Um, I love seeing these threads through mm -hmm. things. So I just did episode, uh, might have been episode three um, or four, where I talked about how God can show you, right? right. Hey, Lord, show us. And sometimes um, it's His sovereignty where you just mm -hmm. kind of see things opening and not sure how one thing will lead to another thing. Right. Yeah. So, so that's, that's really, you know what I, I wish. Um, and no lie. The other day I was cleaning up my office and I found uh, Jonah, like one of your handouts. You got from, that? Come on, that, man. I say, I say, you know what? And, you know, and uh, not too long, then not too long ago, you, you text me, you know, yeah. Hey, what's going on? Just checking on. And I was like, you know, I just 
saw the thing. So it's it's amazing how you know I realized that I realized that a believer's life is intentional. You know, Absolutely. like there's certain things that God is like, hey, you know what? I'm just showing you, you know, I'm just showing you that I'm doing my thing. So yeah. Lead. So let, let's let's continue the story. So yeah, you you open the outreach, so you're learning, you're picking up things mm -hmm. uh, about how to get into your word. You're mm -hmm. seeing how God is directing your steps. Um, you know what? Let me let me park here for a second. Okay. So you say the Lord was kind of showing you, yeah, right. So, um, are you one of those people where you hear this audible voice? You know that that you know, David. You know, or how, how do you how do you sense God talking to you? You know, it's interestingly, um, I didn't realize this until like maybe like 2016 or 17. Um, I was actually in an argument and with a friend of mine. And so I had all the facts that I needed to prove that I was right. And I was getting ready to go. And I heard an audible voice tell me to shut up. Mm. And I said, nah. <laughs> and I went to talk and I couldn't open my mouth. Mouth wouldn't open up. What? And so I kid you not. But then like the very next day, that person came back and was like, yeah, you know, I want to apologize. You know, I was talking with somebody and they said this, this, this and that. It was the same points, but the Lord knew that they needed to hear it from someone else. They wouldn't have been able to receive it from me. And so it was at that time that I actually realized that I actually do hear God. Like I've heard that that voice for many, many years, but I always thought it was me because when you're not in relationship with God, you can't tell the difference. Right. Mm, for for instance, that. you have you have two girls. Right. So if you were to call their name from across the park, they would mm -hmm. say, oh, daddy's called. Right. Right. And they would only know that because they're in relationship with you. But when you're right. not, if they were never in relationship, they never knew you. If you were an abandoned father, mm. they right. wouldn't know right. your voice. They wouldn't know you. They'd be like, oh, I've heard something. I don't know. That must have been me. That must have been my thought. So right. I actually, like started to listen more for that voice. But then, man, as I grew in just relationship with God, I started to see him in other things. That's why I said, like, find God in all things. I started okay. to notice, like, man, these dreams that I'm having, okay, I, I saw this. This is actually happening in real life. So I started looking and, you know, analyzing my dreams. I started to even look at, like, different numbers, man. The Lord would, like, show me different numbers, and I would go and do research and biblical research and see, okay, what is this? What is that? Like, not like a, a charlatan, right, but, like, real, actual, concrete, theological history, you know, okay. behind things that God was showing me. Another way that God speaks to me, um, so it's like those visions, right? Those visions that I was talking about in the movie. I think that's probably why I relate to that movie so well. It's because like I'll yeah. get those. Like right. I'll literally have those. It's like, huh, okay. I'm you not know, crazy. I I have a couple friends that um that that's kind of their their communication, one of their communication elements yeah. is, is visions and dreams and that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. What I've learned most, man, is if you will avail yourself, like God is always talking. He's always mm. talking. And I mean, I imagine like somebody who created the entire everything, he probably has a lot to say, right? <laughs> always talking. Fact. We just have to find a way to listen. We have to okay. find a way to understand what we're listening to. And then okay. we have to find a way to act on what it is that he's shown us, what it is that, he, that he's told us or even even feeling sometimes Lee, I used to think I had really good um, instincts and no, that's not what it is at all. It's Holy Spirit in me has really great foresight. And so will give me different, mm. different. Hey, don't go over there. Hey, leave this store. Hey, go talk to that person. Hey, go pray for this person. Go pass out these snacks and talk to those people. And then when they ask you for prayer, go pray for them. 
Like it's so right. many different levels of communication, man. Like God is not a beeper. It's, it's not one mode. Like, okay, I'm going to beep you and then pick up a phone. God okay. is a text message. He's an email. He's right. an airdrop. Right. He's, he's a, he's a, a telegram. Like he's, he's all of them. <laughs> it's so funny. We were, uh, we were going through the book of Acts in one of our Bible studies and you start to see like there, yeah, wait a minute. He spoke through the prophets in the, uh, in this verse and this time it was a dream and this verse, um, uh, somebody came and they did a, a, a sign, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's so true, but I, I think we have to be open. And, um, I, I like that phrase. I think you said, see God in all things. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like being open to what God is saying, you know, Absolutely. it doesn't necessarily have to come through one way. Cause I was like, Hey, you know, in the, in the episode three or four, you know, how to, how to hear from God. That's why I think this, this podcast is so good. I talked about the sovereignty of God, which mm -hmm. is the S, you know, the Holy spirit confirming in us, mm -hmm. you know, and then, Oh, sometimes others, you hear others, you know, kind of show and then right. W the word of God, you know, so we yeah. ask God to show us the way S H O W and, sure. yeah. you know, I, you know, I, I mean, trying to teach that. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I try to try to teach a little bit, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, it's confirmation. I'm, as I'm hearing you tell your story, I'm hearing that. Okay. Okay. Wow. This is real life. And that's why I think this is such a good interview. So yeah. you, um, you had your first visit to Tulsa, right? And then you came back and you went through this learning process. You're growing, you're maturing, mm -hmm. um, but then I think you, I think, did you go a second time? I think you went a second time. So I did, man. I came a second time for a, a conference and it was so crazy when I got off the plane. So even actually leading up to it, right? So let's, 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 let's break gaps between trips, right? Okay. So I think okay. the first yeah. time I went, I was just kind of learning. Um, I was just learning how to partner with God with what he would say, because when you say yes, you're agreeing to, to a partnership. Like when you ask, Hey Dave, you know, would you do, would you want to do this interview? That's me. My yes is, yeah, I'll partner with you on that. Like, so when you mm -hmm. say yes to God, it's you agreeing to be a partner in something that he wants to do here on the earth. So when he first sent me the first time I was learning to be a, to, to be a partner. When okay. he sent me the second time I was learning to be a good partner. And so I remember, <laughs> right. And so, listen, so many times in between, like in okay. between those two, God was giving different opportunities to learn good partnership. He was giving different opportunities to learn, like, act fast when I tell you to do something. Like, I don't want you to miss it. Like, there's okay. something I want to do through you, but there's always, there's also something I want to do for you as well. Right. Mm. And so mm. that second visit, I remember so vividly, man, just like leading up to it, the week leading up to it, I was like, man. This is gonna be crazy. Something big is gonna happen. Like this is this is gonna change my life, right? And so we we, we park right there and, and realize expectation is present, right? So like okay. even when God told Abram to go to the land that I'm gonna show you, there's an expectation in there. Like all right, I don't know what I'm gonna see, but I know you're gonna do something. He wouldn't tell me to do it if it was for nothing for nothing, right? right. So right. now yeah. I've got expectation in my pocket. And so as I go on that second trip, I remember getting off the plane and hearing the Lord say, uh, "Make friends." build community you're not moving here yet and so mm -hmm. if i heard nothing else i heard yet uh oh yet is not a period yet is a comma okay is a, hey we're gonna blank out this little space <coughs> gonna pick up somewhere else okay 
Okay. So I knew then. I was like, all right. He okay. You said yeah. <laughs> I heard what I heard. I know. I know. Right. That. You right. Said, yeah, but okay. And so that trip ended up being incredible, man. I built some great community, like people that I still talk to now, and we're we're talking three, four years later. And mm. so I mean, good, good community and and relationships. And so um, that led to a third trip, which again, oh. even during that third trip later on that year, I'm not thinking like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna be here, right? In my mind, if I'm honest with you, I'm okay. thinking in the next five years, he'll probably tell me to go out there. That gives me enough time to build up savings. That gives me enough time to continue working on all the projects I'm working on here. You know, watch my niece continue to grow. Like all things that I desire. Right. And, right. And from that third trip, literally three weeks goes by, and I'm sitting at work in the middle of a 21 day fast, and the Lord says it's time. <laughs> time for what? It's four o'clock. Get off. We get off in an hour. <laughs> right. Right. It's right. 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 Captain Obvious. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's time. And so he starts showing me again just visions of Tulsa. I'm like, mm, no, not not yet. Mm -hmm. I wasn't I wasn't ready for this right now. We you gotta reconsider. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and, and obviously God respects your 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 timetable. Right. Of course, because Lee, I'm I'm me. I'm I'm, I'm me, of course. I overrule anything that God says. I mean, sure. I'm going to tell the one who steps out of time what to do with time. Of course. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. That no uh -oh. one ever. Right. Listen, God God said it so clearly, man. He was like, if you don't go when I tell you, you're going to miss everything I have for you. Mm. And it was at that point that good partner starts to kick in that, okay, you heard what you just heard. Like, it's at that point that I said, okay, I made a decision a little while ago, maybe four years ago, I don't want to be where God doesn't want me to be. Even if it's somewhere that I desire to be, even if it's somewhere that I truly want to be, I don't want to be out of his will. Because when I'm out of his will, I have to do too much. And let's be let's be honestly, I don't want to do, I can't plan, act, and no, no. God comes okay. with a plan. All I got to do is walk. So it's wow. like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll do it if you say so. But man, I just... Trust you, right? I, I trust you, and so just learning that even. Wow, wow! You know, as um as I'm listening, I'm I'm hearing these attributes of a good partner. You know, yeah. being you know, hey, make sure I heard you. So paying attention, being aware, right. being able to hear. You know, you you're talking about moving. You know, acting mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that so that we don't miss this opportunity yeah. or this what what God has for you. So that's good. That's good. So your your um you know god is has sped up your timetable yeah right so did that did that throw anything off did that throw off wait a minute um the what about my job situation or what about my living circumstances or whatever um how did that impact that because now it's not five years out anymore now no. it's, it's relatively soon if i'm honestly it threw off everything in the moment like okay. every single thing that I, that I, so when God told me everything that I, okay, but Lord, what about this and this and this and this, everything I took back to him, it threw all of that off. And he's mm -hmm. looking at me like, I didn't ask you about that. I didn't ask you about any of that. I don't care about any of that. Like you got, we got to understand this is something I've, I've had to learn is whenever we go to God in a moment, 
he are, he's beyond that moment. Like he already knows where this is going to end up. So for me to even bring him now details to a futuristic God, like God ain't just right here. He's, he's back there. He's here. He's ahead. Uh, so okay. I'm bringing him now details and he already has future answers. Right. And so uh, he's looking at me like, Hey man, if you would just put those things down, I'm not even worried about it. I said, all right. Okay. Okay. And so, it was, ah, it was say, a, say that again. You said you said now details to a futuristic God or something like that. A future thinking God, if you would, because sure, sure, most, sure. Lee, us here right now, God mm-hmm. already authored it. He authored mm-hmm. this way before we even got here on earth. Right, it was right. already authored. And so for me to give him a situation that's in my now, like God, uh, I don't think this is gonna work out. He's mm-hmm. way up ahead, 20, right. 30 years. He's He's, he's beyond my lifetime, actually, looking back at me like, hey, I didn't ask you about any of that. I got somewhere for you to be up here. Just mm-hmm. come on. Just come on. Right. I don't have time for this. I mean, we can waste time and, you know, you can see what that's going to get you. But if you trust me and you can be beyond time, I'm going to mm-hmm. show you I'm going to show you acceleration. I'm going to I'm going to make sure that I take care of you in that time. I'm going to show you things that the time that you're looking for to feel comfortable, you can't get out. You can't get outside of that. Like the time that I wanted to wait and do this in ministry and go start this relationship and go start this partnership and get this and that, all of that stuff, man. When I tell you the last year, so there was a there was a year difference, pretty much a year difference from when I wanted to go and when God wanted me to go. God wanted okay. me to go in six months. He was gracious enough to give me six months. I don't think Abraham had that much time. <laughs> right, right, right. He was gracious enough to allow me six months because he knows his son. He knows what I need, right? I need okay. you know, comfort, right? Um, <laughs> but I wanted to go six months after that. And if I would have waited, I would have missed out on a lifetime of memories. I would have okay. missed out on a lifetime of healing. The healing mm-hmm. that I got in that time, man, people literally go 40, 50 years before they finally are able to deal with it, right? Like, let's. I, if, if you don't mind, let's 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 dig into that. Yeah. So, what are some? Uh, and and the reason I want to do this is some people think, you know, he must not have situations or issues or whatever. If God talking to him like this, obviously, I, I, obviously, go ahead. Lee, can I tell you the way this whole partnership started was mm. in a broken place. You know, mm. I was I was broken. I had gone through a situation that literally broke me down to nothing, like wow. zilch. And out of that darkness, I remember, man, like you ever, you ever, you ever, okay, picture yourself in a fight, right? It's a little schoolyard fight, you know, it's two against one, they jumped you and you're on the ground and they're kicking at you, and you're like, man, just <laughs> get out of this. Right. Ooh. Okay. I ugh, okay, you you beat me, you beat me, right? Mm-hmm. And like God literally had to beat me into submission. Wow. He literally had to beat me into submission and then I surrendered. And so at the at the the bottom of the the lowest point that I think I'd ever uh, experienced, I told God, I said, OK, you know, what do you want from me? Because I knew like God was calling me to more. But I'll be mm-hmm. honest, like most people, I had the mentality like, OK, yeah, I'll do what you want. But like when I'm ready, like let me let me still do what I want to do, accomplish in the world. And then I'll come holler at you when I'm like right. old and I'm dead. We'll walk into heaven. It'll be great. And God was like, yeah, you don't have that option. Mm. You don't have that option. And I remember, man, just the stress of my life at that time. 
I was uh, I was just in a very stressful situation and pattern. And I remember having to go to a hospital because I was having chest pains. And I'm like, man, I'm 27. I'm going right after the Bible said that. I think I went and talked to pastor. And right after the Bible, I was like, yeah, I'm going to the hospital, but I'm going to be all right. I know I'm going to be all right, but I also feel like I need to go, right? <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you, but uh, I got insurance, too. So you know, let me holler at this. And I remember being in that hospital bed at 6 in the morning, and the Lord came to me, man, and he said, now, you're in a hospital bed. I can end it now, hmm. or you can come with me. Wow. And I said, all right. A little dramatic. <laughs> okay. He got your attention now. Like, listen, listen, listen you know. literally, right? And so between the beans on the on the monitor, the nurse come and sticking me in my stomach with this big old thing, like all of this. I'm like, all right, this is too much. Lord. I'm not built for this. And so what I said, what I agreed on in September of 2018, I agreed. I said, I'll give you one year. I'll give you one year where I am fully devoted to you. I'm fully committed to you. I'm 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 going to fast. I'm going to pray. I'm going to give. I'm going to be who you tell me to be. I'm not going to go where you don't tell me to go. I won't hang with who you don't tell me to hang with. I'll fully surrender to you. Wow. And so in that year, man, he like he blew my mind. He exploded. And so my thought was, I'm going to do this for a year and then I'll see that this ain't where it's at. I'm going to go do uh... what I want to do. But at least I gave you a year, so you can't be mad at me. But okay. in that year, man, he he expanded so much in my life. He showed me so much of him. I had to learn him as, as a father, him okay. as a friend. I had to mm -hmm. learn those things in that year. And it was like, man, based on this relationship, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. And so that's actually where, just kind of going back to that partnership piece, that's where the partnership actually began was that okay. year. So okay. in that, me learning to say yes, when God told me to, to move, right, go to the land, I'll show you, like my, 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 um, my voyage, if you would. What he told me was, um, oh, right before I started the, the outreach, um, I told you I didn't get that internship. And I was mm -hmm. like, well, Lord, I want to work for you. I, I was working in a bank. I was working in finance. And I was like, man, I know there's more. I okay. know I can do more. And he said, your next job will be in ministry but you're still here for right now. Mm -hmm. And so with that, I had to go on that promise that fast forward, he's telling me to move and he's telling me to quit my job. Okay, I trust you, bet, all right, we're gonna quit. That's a little un unnerving for him, but we're gonna quit. Right. In my mind, I thought, all right, I'm gonna move and I'm gonna be working like two weeks later, we're gonna get right. into it. Right. And see, I went for a year and a month with no employment. And not just that, in the midst of no employment, in the midst of going through this inner healing, because you talked about healing, right? God delivered me from traumas that I had suffered from the beginning of that brokenness. Okay. God healed me from trust issues with people, you know, in past seasons. Like there was a week in that time where the Lord literally had me to call people like, hey, I forgive you. I'm like, Lord, they're forgiven. Let it be forgiven. I don't need to talk to them. And he was right. like, no. No, I need you to pick up the phone. Okay. Get beyond your pride right. and forgive that person and let that person know that they're forgiven. I need you to phone and ask that person for forgiveness because you were wrong. I'm like, okay, but I did it for a right reason. Yeah, but that wasn't what I told you to do. And so okay. I healed through those things, man. I healed from so so wow. many things that I think I had blocked out. Cause you know, on the faith journey, people don't talk about this often. But on the journey of faith, man, you do get some nicks and bruises along the way. 
right? Mm. It doesn't take you out. Right. Take you out. Okay. Take care of it in the moment. If you don't, if you just, you know, lick it and put a Band-Aid on and keep it moving, right. if you don't actually go back and treat that wound, right. it, can, it can be very harming or harmful to your faith. It can be harmful to your body, your physical right. body, your spiritual being. Like right. there, there was a time um, not too long ago, man, where I had looked up and my faith was just depleted and I couldn't figure out why. I'm like, man, I trusted you for things much bigger than this, but okay. I had faith to give on this. And right. what it is, the Lord showed me, he was like, well, you remember when I told you that this was going to do this, but it didn't work out the way you thought it was. You started mm -hmm. to lose the faith there. And then okay. remember, you know, you were believing me for a red shirt, but it was only a green shirt. You started to lose a little bit of faith right there. Mm. You didn't realize I still clothed you, but you were, it wasn't how you expected it. Okay. Remember, you okay. were expecting steak and <laughs> but I brought you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like, you lost a little bit of faith there, even though I still fed you. And so, right, right. So, as, as, so what I'm hearing is you still clothed, fed, you know, right, right. He's provide. He's, he's, he's doing, he's providing. Yeah. Right. You know, and you, you brought up a point because sometimes, um, you know, we kind of brush over different parts of the Bible or mm -hmm. parts of these examples in the lives of people we see. Because yeah. we see that there was, even with David, I mean, not David, well, definitely with David, but also that. with Abraham, there was this contention in the household over Ishmael. So, mm -hmm. hey, there's this problem here. There's this him saying, hey, Lord, uh, it's been a couple years now. I still don't have this kid, right? So some mm -hmm. of these promises that, that I, I know you told me, and yeah. I, I moved out in this, believing this, yeah. you know, but hey, maybe, you know, there are these little moments where our our, our faith starts to to take a take a hit. I was um I did on Instagram, I did a um I talked about the guy that came to Jesus and he said, um, if you can heal my son, um do it because he had already taken the son to the disciples, right? Correct. So at the beginning, it's all faith. We're going, going, Hey, I, I did this one thing. Okay. Didn't mm -hmm. quite work out. Like I thought, you mm -hmm. know, maybe that little bit of depletion of faith, you know? Yeah. Hey, and now, um, Hey, I did this. Hey, so Lord, the disciples weren't able to do it. So now yeah. when he's talking face to face with Jesus, he says, if you are able to, and Jesus says, if, right. you know, uh, if all things are possible to them that believe. And he said, yeah. I believe, but he said, help my, my unbelief. You yeah. know, I'm there, but that I've been taking a couple L's yeah. you know? <laughs> and now my faith take may not be where it was initially, yeah. but we still see that God still took care of the situation to, I believe, to help his unbelief. We, we have to be so cautious, man, on this journey of faith in those moments to take a step back away from our feelings and honestly process through the lens of a good father. God is a good father, right? Okay. And so right. through the lens of a good father, if he came in with groceries, I wanted McDonald's. If you came okay. in with groceries, right? <laughs> By the way, I don't eat McDonald's. But I, I, I wanted Chick-fil-A. I do eat Chick-fil-A. I, okay. I wanted Chick-fil-A. I think every believer. I think that's, it's. Okay. I think it's part of the, you know. Listen, <laughs> like I wanted though, I wanted Chick-fil-A, 
but you came in with groceries because you're going to cook. And so I have to take a step back from my childlike faith and I need to say, okay, it's not how I thought it would be. It's not what I desired or how I I concocted it, Mm -hmm. but he did still provide for me. That's good. And and honestly, that Chick-fil-A would have, it would have lasted me tonight, but he's getting ready to cook a meal that's going to last me for days. Right. right? We, we, we have to remember, man, God is the author and the finisher of Come our on. faith. Come We're on. just the reader and the doer. Right. <laughs> we read what he's authored and we do what he's already finished. That's good. And so with that, we just have to walk like we can't get stuck on, man, I thought it would be different or man, I expected this to come into this time. We right. can't put time, the, 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 the contention that you spoke of with Abram and, um, and Sarah, there was contention because they're trying to put time on a promise to someone who time does not matter to. Facts. Promise That's from good. God mm-hmm. is promise from God. That's it's good. not, mm-hmm. it's going to be when I want it to. No, it's promise from God. And so a promise from God stands the test of time because when he speaks a word, it literally waters the soil of the earth that we walk into. When we speak, when we speak of a time, it can only last in that moment. So what are we going to do outside of that moment? Do right. I want to do I want to get a promise that lasts in the moment that I want it for? Or do mm. I want the one who doesn't even look at time? He made time for us. Do I want to look at one who's not even concerned about time and say, hey, this is a promise. And as long as you walk this earth, this promise that I made to you, this thing that I spoke out of my mouth won't return to me void, but it will accomplish what I said it's going to do. So which one do you want? You want this? a bag of popcorn Bruh. or you Bruh. want something that's going to last you forever? Bruh, I keep saying, bro, I, I didn't, I didn't yeah. lost my my professional, uh, outstanding brother, outstanding, <laughs> right, right, right. Let me let me tighten it back up. Let me tighten but it back we, up. We, but we have to be, I'm hearing be diligent in that. Yeah, man, the, um, the and and I'm I'm in awe. The person I'm talking to now, the conversation yeah. that I'm hearing now from the person that that left a couple mm-hmm. years ago and yes. you know in following this cloud in following yes. god in real life like yes. i'm hearing another um you know i'm 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 looking i'm like this look like david i promise this look like david but it sounds like 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 this is a grown man over here because lee and i'm and I, and I and i and i love that you bring that up man um because when you go through faith when you follow what God is doing and you start to learn more and you start to learn him more, when God begins to do what's inside of you and gets rid of what was once there, you don't walk the same. You don't sound the same. You don't hear the same. All of your senses develop in a new way. All of your senses have to change because now as you're trusting God, like, man, oh, it's raining outside, God. I don't want to get wet. Hey, come, my son. I got you. Put put you underneath my my, my jacket. I got you. Right. Come on, walk. Let's walk. Lord, this journey is getting a little tough, man. It's cold out here. Don't worry. I already have a fire around the corner. Just keep coming. Just keep coming. Right. Lord, it's hot out here, man. This desert is so hot. Don't worry. I have water to quench your thirst. Just keep coming. So when you <laughs> learn to just keep walking, you learn to just keep coming. What's built in there is that trust that I lacked before. That's good. The level of trust that I had before was enough for then. The right. level of trust that I have to have now is much larger. It's much greater. And so when you're learning to have that new level of trust, 
you start to allow God to, hey, have me do what you need to do. And so he starts to do that inner work. Like our outside may still look the same. Our exterior may still look the same. And what happens oftentimes is our exterior reminds Mm -hmm. the person who knew our exterior of what they once knew. But when they actually start to dive into the interior and you start seeing what God's actually doing on the inside of a person, you start to realize, oh, no, that's not who I thought it was. That's not what I used to know. Right. And Lee, it's, it's so funny you talk about it, man. The the person that you knew even just a year ago when I mm. when I set off to go on this this particular part of the journey, like not the same person. Right. Right. Like right. I it's it's a it's a it's a part where the more you learn about God, mm-hmm. you can't be the same. Because we we come to him what we we, we come to him a certain way, right? And he mm-hmm. tolerates us in that moment as a father who just loves his child and wants to spend time with us. Mm-hmm. But as mm-hmm. you get closer with him, Come on. as you begin to strengthen your yes, as right. you continue to grow in obedience, as your faith begins to rise, something has to go. And so what he might've once tolerated from you, he's going to okay. require more from you at this time. And so oh. you have to grow into that. Like, Come on. This is a, this is a, a work in progress, but I'm glad I'm progressing. Right. Right. Well, the Bible says, um, "We got what God is doing. He's trying to conform us to the image of His Son." And so there is yeah. a lot of stuff in in old me, existing me that don't Correct. quite look like His Son. So we gotta we gotta change, and we keep scoping and keep yeah. you know digging all that stuff out. So man, good stuff. So um, so so catch me up. You you leave. Um, and now this is us talking, you know, this is me, me talking to my brother now. So catch me up. So you leave, you, um, your timetable got sped up. Now you're in Tulsa, right? Yep. So, uh, so now you gotta, you gotta, um, figure out your living situation, your job situation, or how much of that was in place or did it get blown up? You know, Lee, Lee. Here's, a, here's, here's, here's the part that's going to make people very uncomfortable. Uh-oh. None of that was in place. I had a departure date. Do not be here when the sun rises on this date or you disqualify yourself from everything. And literally 5 a.m., my mom came, my sister came, hopped in the car with all that I had. Lee, I couldn't even get a U-Haul. He said, give stuff away. Whatever doesn't fit in your Honda Accord can't come. Oh no. What? Like, and that that's part of the cleansing, but that's a whole other time. So literally, mm-hmm. I had to be going by that day. Lee, I didn't know where I was gonna live. I didn't even know. I know that I'm going on a 21 hour trip to Tulsa, Oklahoma from Tampa, Florida, and I don't even know where I'm gonna lay my head when I get there, right? But right. that's not important in that moment. God said to do it. I don't know where I'm gonna work. But again, that's not important. God said to do it. I don't know what I'm going to even like do when I get like, I don't, I have no idea. And so what happened is as I got further and further along the trip, God just began to sprinkle a little dust, sprinkle okay. a little, a little faith, sprinkle a little clue, sprinkle a little answer. You're, mm-hmm. we go to God wanting the answer at the, at the start line. Correct. We're not going to know. Because I'm like, wait a minute, he's the author and the finisher. So he could give me the whole thing, bro. Right. Keyword. Could. Yeah. He could do a lot of things. Right. He can. He could. He absolutely right. could. Right. But Lee, 
this is where we need to kind of temper ourselves, if we would. If God showed most of us the things that he wants to do in our life, we'd mess it up. We find a way to try and control it. And he don't, he don't need us in the paintbrush. He doesn't need us in there trying to, you know, write different. OK, well, Lord, I like what you did. I'm just going to add this page in. He, he don't, he don't right, 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 right. But right. if I do it like this, though, Lord, you know, then it's, it's going to come and then everybody okay. going to see it. And the Lord is like, I didn't do that for everybody. I did that for one person and you're messing it up right now. So mm. be careful. Right. But man, I came good. out here and literally. um I was in Alabama, driving through Alabama, and he showed me this place, and I applied for it, and I literally signed my lease driving through Alabama. I wasn't driving when I signed. Uh, I right, 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 right. Let's just, let's just to be clear. Yeah. Say, oh, good, good, good. Say, let me so I came to like where he where he sent me, man. I didn't even do a tour of the place because what was the point? What am I needing a tour? This is where he told me to be. I don't have no questions, Lee. Let me tell you something. When you when you get to a certain level in the faith walk. Certain things are, are uh, I wanna, I'm going to say this. Please don't take this arrogantly, but I'm just telling you where it is. Certain things are beneath me to even think of. Like a tour, that's, no, my father, he's already said that this is the place. Why would I bother myself with a tour for what? This is it. This is where I'm going. I don't need a tour. Like, so, ah, uh, bro, okay. Okay, hold on, hold on. Help help me and yeah. and the 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 millions of people listening, right? Yeah. Come on, somebody. This is episode yeah. four. Millions speak of people. It speak it in, speak it in. Probably <laughs> one. Right, right, right. Definitely. So um where does um so how do you respond to that person that would say, Man, this is this is kind of reckless? Interestingly, so um if I could, you know, my, my answers kind of bridge a bit. When he first told me that I'd be moving, right, go to the land, I'll show you. When he first gave me instruction, I wanted to share it with the world. Mm. And I think, like, if I shared it with five people that week, mm -hmm. like, I had enough wisdom to say, all right, you don't, you don't cast your pearls on swine. You don't share this with everybody. Okay. Because, Lee, what will happen is when you when you allow people to come in, right, when you give them access to something, you're also giving them access to be your partner. And not all people should be your partner in faith. Mm -hmm. And so what happened is I had learned already, like, with something else, don't tell this to everybody. Okay. Because there are people who are going to pray against it, not maliciously, but, hey, I don't want to see you leave. Oh, well, I wanted you to do this for me this summer. Like, there are people who would actively partner with their own desires instead of partnering with what God will want to see happen. And so mm -hmm. I didn't share it with too many people until I think maybe like a month and a half before. I was even like scared to tell my boss at the time like, hey, because Lee, I got a promotion. I got a promotion. For <laughs> like, oh. or, or I got a, a movement. I got to move closer to home, like right. in the middle of a pandemic, right? I got to, I got a, I got a, a position alignment. And I was working two minutes from home and I was terrified to even tell my manager, like, hey, I'm going to leave this summer, though, just so you know. But like literally God was like, don't lie about anything. And I was like, all right, I won't. And but I ended up getting a boss who was a believer and who was excited for me. I was gracious enough to have a pastor who when I went and sat with him about three, two weeks, two or three weeks, no, two weeks. It was two weeks after God told me I scheduled a meeting with my pastor and his first his first reaction is. Oh man, that's so exciting. Where you go? You started church. How can I help you? How can I help you? 
Right. Mm. And so even having that, because, you know, that's not everyone's story. Some people would try and condemn. Oh, you can't leave or God didn't tell you that he didn't tell me that that wasn't my story. Right. So Mm. I had support from the pillars that I needed it from. Okay. And I said, okay, I got from my couple mentors. I got, you know, my pastor. I got. All right. Cool. This is good. It's enough people to pray with me and pray for me. So that's cool. And so as I move through the process, um, you just kind of learn to build courage, to build strength. Mm-hmm. And what happens, man, is you come up higher. God okay. is up here and right. we're all just trying to get, we trying, we trying right. to get here. Right. right. So, but God is up here. You got to think up here. There are certain things that God is just not concerned about. The author in the finish is not concerned about a smudge on the page because he knows that this, this story is still going to pick up, even though mm-hmm. there's a smudge on that little word right there. I'm not okay. worried about it. This is still sure. going to be fine. Sure. Right. And so the author and finisher of my faith, if he's not worried about certain things, mm. I shouldn't be either. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Like that's just that's just the, that's just the part of it. And I'll be honest, that part is easier said than done. It's easier <laughs> said than done. Right. I'm I'm cringing along with, you know, some of the listeners Please. like, man, Please. that's got to be tough. Let me give it to you in a worldview. Hey, guys. I'm going to quit my job that I've been at for five years and I'm going to give away all my stuff and I'm going to move to this place where I know a couple people, but I don't like really know, no, nobody. And my closest family member is about 12 hours away. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I'm just going to move out there by myself on faith. And God didn't tell me where I'm going to work, but I'm moving next week and I still don't know where I'm going to work. I don't even know where I'm going to live. Um, I got a little money saved up, but I don't know how long that's going to last. But yeah. That's what right. I'm gonna do. Right. Wow. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Man. Yeah, like, and you Lee, know. can I, I I know you got another another spot, but can I even just touch right there? Yeah. Um, even in faithfulness, it's scary. Mm. Like, I think we have our we have this idea that you know we gotta be fully encouraged and powered up to do it. And it's like, nah, some stuff you gotta do afraid. That's some good. things. Some things you have to do shaking in your boots. That's good. But just keep moving forward. Right. Like if I'm honestly, you know, I, I tell people this part of the of my my story, but me actually leaving on that day to come out and drive to Tulsa, I was excited that mo- the morning of. And then when I got out of Florida, it was like, <laughs> oh, this is real. This is happening. Yeah. I'm really doing this. Like I ain't turning back now. Okay. And so I just had to put my, you know, brace myself against the wind and say, all right, well, let's just go. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're not going to catch anything in the middle. There's something at the next spot that God gave you. Like, okay, Lord, what did you tell me to do? You told me to leave Florida and go to Oklahoma. And so that means that while I'm driving through Alabama and I'm still maybe a little nervous and a little unsure, mm-hmm. I'm not at the destination yet. That means when I'm going through these tall winding roads in Arkansas, okay, I'm still a little unsure, but I'm not at the destination yet. When I actually get to Oklahoma, all that worry and, and doubt and fear, it has to dissipate because I've at least done my part. God will That's tell good. us to do something in faith, and we have to trust him in faith. And I have to know that he is really a good father. I have to know mm-hmm. not only be a good father, but he's a promise keeper. And Come so on. if he said to do this, and I've done my part, I don't have to worry about the details. Wow. The details don't come from me. The decision comes from me, but the mm. details do not. Man, man, this, you know, I am encouraged because there's a couple things I'm praying about, a couple yeah. things, um, um, you know, 
it's it's like hmm, this is like faith stuff. This is like faith stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I, I love hearing the testimony of people that are following God in yeah. real life. I remember you telling me it was like Lee, follow the cloud, follow the cloud. I'd be like, see, see, you sounds good. That, you know that'll preach. You know yeah. that's 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 a good hashtag. You know, but when I see somebody that's living it out in real life, you know, yeah. so. Um, so as as we're landing the plane, you know, let us know. So where are we at? What are we doing now? I think you um, ended up in school, or you know. So kind of give me a yeah. What's so what's, what's going with on with that? I think I I pieced it a couple of times. I I closed those those knots, but I mentioned like how I had to quit my job, and God wouldn't allow me to apply for anything unless He told me to. Right? I could have mm-hmm. easily went and gotten a job in finance or anywhere really, but that's right. not what He told me to do. He said, "Trust me, I'll tell you when to apply." Right? And wow. so. In the weight of that, I think six months in, uh, maybe four or five months in, I'm starting to heal. I'm starting to really get healing that I need. And I'm starting to actually rest. Hey, mm-hmm. a lot of us, we don't rest, guys. We, okay. we, we need to rest. Right. But I start to rest and I start to just become this new creature, right? All mm-hmm. old things pass away. Behold, all things are new. I Come start on. becoming holding all things are new. And so in that, I got an instruction to go to school. As far as I was concerned, I was done with school. But okay, Lord, hey, I'm trusting you. Like, I done moved out here. I'm not going to stop trusting you now, right? Okay, I right. can't say, okay, I'll do this part, but then let me handle this. Nah, you right. got the whole thing. This, yeah, this you, don't, you don't stop in the middle of the Red Sea. No, come on, keep going, right? <laughs> um, I believe it was Prophet Dory that said, just keep swimming. No. Um, so <laughs> I just keep trusting. And so God told me to go to school um, at ORU. And I'm like, all right cool you're gonna send me something like i don't i don't have it and so literally man lee god began to send or cause people to literally hit me up out of the blue hey what's your cash app the lord told me to give you something wow okay hey what's your what's your routing and, and account number man the lord want me to wire you hmm. what right and so literally lee um or roberts is a private university and i i went debt free like every two weeks was wow. every, month, every month every month man look rent would come out and then the school payment would come out <laughs> next and when come I tell, like there would be days where the night before it's the 31st and i know that that payment is coming out on the first and 31st i got 28 cent in my account come on did i have a worry not at all because i've wow. seen him do it already the thing right. we have to kind of focus on right. when you see him do it one time right. you gotta right. know that he can do it again exactly and exactly so, never was late on a payment, never mm. missed a payment, never wow. missed a bill. And so I was able to actually pay to actually go to school, like debt-free as, mm. as a student or a Roberts man, really get, getting a good education. Um, but this past summer, um, God, I finally, because again, I never lost hold of that promise, right? We talk about promises okay. time. I got a word mm-hmm. back in 2018, hey, don't worry, your next job is in ministry. I got a word in 2020, quit your job. Now, he didn't tell me quit and then apply for this, but I got to put those two things together. If in one season you said this will be next, and in another season you said to leave this, I got to mm. go back to this guy and say, okay, well, this is still next, so I'll wait on you, Lord. Mm. And it was, I got to the point at the end of the semester, I said, okay, Lord, you know, I had applied at this uh, at this church like maybe twice, and I was like, you know what? Look, man, if this ain't what you want to do right now, I'm cool. This is working. We can do okay. it. And the very next day, when I finally submitted, because I think even going through school, I was kind of like, all right, yeah, I'll do it. But is that ready? 
is that ready? I mean, <laughs> and when I finally was like, right, it's whatever you want to do. Right. The next day he was like, all right, cool. Bet. Apply for this position. Mm. Oh, okay. Cause he fully, he had my full. Yes. Mm. A lot of times we give God like a, yeah, you can have this hand, but I'm going to stay over here with my other hand and kind of, right. you know, what I want to do. And, and we're going to still do this. And, oh, I don't want to let go. Let God, I just, I want to let go and hold on as well. Right. <laughs> and so, right. 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 Like, right. Literally when I finally was like, no, nah, I'm going to let go. Let God do you. He was mm. like, okay, man, now I'm going to give you what wow. it is that you, that I told you already, what mm. you began to desire, because now I can trust you. Now I got both of your hands. Right do this and so man and just literally just a crazy crazy to me anyway um i got i got interviewed and hired within a month oh wow apply. Nice. and what was funny was i told you before i was like when i applied the first time it took a month for them to tell me no no <laughs> anything right yeah, right so, right but that was me wanting to do it when mm. god was like hey now i want you there Right. He was like, yeah, we're going to expedite this. Don't worry about all that. Like, you're going to do these. You're going to do an interview every week for the next four weeks, and then you'll have a job at the end. I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay. All right. I'm not quite qualified for that one, though. I mean, I love to do it. It fits me. It's what I love to do, but I don't have all the qualifications they're looking for. And he said, I didn't ask you about qualifications. Mm -hmm. I didn't tell you that your purpose needed qualifications. I qualified you to live out this purpose. And so... Literally, I didn't tell you your purpose needed qualifications. Listen, I can't speak for everybody else, Lee. I can't, but I know that he has to talk to me a certain way because you know I ask a lot of questions. Right, right, (laughs) right, right. It's he. God might talk to some of you very sweetly and very oh, right. That's 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 not nah nah right. Right. Nah, he know how to talk to me. He he know what I need. That's good. So, we we have a God that knows who we are and what we need. If it yeah. if if your journey had to go through a hospital room to get you, but let me ask you this: um, knowing the road you traveled, yeah. right? Knowing the situation, you knowing the situation you had to go through, yeah. Um, was it worth it? Um, worth. Mm-hmm. Let me say this. Knowing that I'm here where God wants me to be. Knowing that I'm in like literally living out my purpose wow. in this time and in this season. I don't think worth even equates mm. the like That's true it. feeling or, or meaning of it. It's the knowing because I think a lot of times as believers, we question if we're in the right place or space. Okay. We question or we wonder, like, God, is this still it? Am I still doing what you want me to do? Mm-hmm. But when you know that you know that you know, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. Knowing that I'm right where I'm supposed to be, mm-hmm. it's beyond worth it. And if mm-hmm. I'm honest, man, because this this is reality, it's not all highs, right? Right, right. There are definitely some lows. Yeah. There are definitely so there are definitely some lows, but I wouldn't change anything. 
Mm. I wouldn't change any. I wouldn't change any of the bumps along the road. I wouldn't change any of the the scabs I got when I fell. I wouldn't change any of the the the, the starvation figuratively. You know, walking in the desert. I wouldn't change any of it because mm. I finally got to the promised land. Come on, it was all worth it. That's good. That's if, good. If, if we could think about it like this, just to kind of bring in that King James aspect, the children of Israel, they literally lost generations of people because mm. they were not where God wanted them to be. Mm. Only two people got to actually go to the promised land. And so you would have to ask Joshua and Caleb, was it worth it? Mm. And I imagine as older men, they would have to look back at all the people that they saw die that God didn't allow to get to the promised land. They would have to look back and see all of the missed opportunities. They'd have to go back and look at those days where, man, that desert was hot. The wilderness was hot. The wilderness was was providing, but man, that that, that food wasn't as good. Like they would have to look back at all of those things. Hmm. And I imagine if you were to ask them, would they change anything? They say no. The the journey, right? How we get to a place affects how we appreciate the destination. Absolutely. And Absolutely. so for me to I agree. really say, was it worth it? Absolutely. I wouldn't change anything. Every low point made me appreciate high points. Mm. Every high point made me appreciate my high God. Come on. So to to anyone that's listening that um, is trying to figure out um, how to follow God in real life, you know, um, what what key takeaway do you want them to take from this episode? Hey, you want to follow God in real life? Do this. Yeah. Um, One verse that I use, I go to very regularly, man, is Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding. That verse requires a couple very simple things that will help anyone in their entire life live a life following God. Okay. You have to trust him. Mm-hmm. Right. Trust does not mean I know all the details. Trust does mm-hmm. not mean that I know the answers. Trust does not mean that I'm in control at all. Trust actually means I'm going to give you control and trust that you're going to do whatever you want to do. That's going to be great. Wow. For me. Right. Yeah. Trust in the Lord. It requires God. You can't do God things without God. So if you're doing something right now. Right. But I trust in myself. Yeah, <laughs> it, it ain't about you, right? Right. Trust in God. Yeah. Trust in the That's Lord good. with all your heart. You mm-hmm. have to put your heart into it, man. A lot of people they they miss out on on listening to God or partnering with God mm-hmm. because they won't give Him their full heart. They won't give Him their full yes. That's like good. allow yeah. God to take your heart and mold it into who He wanted you to be initially. The world corroded our hearts. The world mm-hmm. corroded our minds. The mm-hmm. world brought wicked things into our eyes. But God wants to remold our hearts for this journey that He's taking us on. Right. And lean not into your own understanding. You don't have to God. You don't have to have it figured out. I know we want to. I know you want to. I know you want to know, God, what colors you're going to do. But the next time you find yourself lacking trust, the next time you find yourself lacking understanding, the next time you find yourself even questioning, like, God, are you even real? I want you to look out your window or look, look on the grass or look outside. And I want you to look at grass and I want you to look at grass and know that grass grows not being planted. Grass grows and and flows in the wind. 
that we don't control. The wind blows, the grass moves, right? We mm. cut the grass, it comes back. We ain't planted that grass. Like we didn't plant these trees that we see. We didn't we didn't build these mountains that you you well, not in Florida, but that you see when you drive <laughs> right, 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 right. right. We didn't create these bodies of water, these oceans and these rivers like mm. God did. And yeah. so if the same author that created those big massive things mm -hmm. gives me an instruction, mm. I, I trust his pen. Know that the, the Bible that we that we read now. It was once just a word spoken. That's but good. once yeah. those people actually acted out and they sure. trusted God, mm. it became a story that inspired trillions of generations to come. So understand that the life that God has authored and penned for you, imagine it as the new, the new living Bible, mm. right? <laughs> your, your story God is going to use for somebody else. That's good. So don't allow your first chapters to be like Jonah, where Jonah is running. Like, allow your first couple chapters to be in the, in the, in the line of, of uh, Abraham, where That's it's good. like, all right, I'll go. Well, my friend, I am so glad we got to reconnect and yes. share this conversation with the world. I am encouraged. You know, I'm about to. That's it. Hey, let me make. Let me call some people. I'm doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. So, man, I appreciate call you. I appreciate, you know, your your story. I appreciate the lessons. And I really believe it's going to help us to follow hard after God. Um, yeah. If a person wants to get in touch with you, is there a is there a best way to reach out to you or? Mm -mm -mm. Best way uh, currently, man, Instagram. Uh, I wanted to rebrand, but I, I currently didn't get that. It's King of Tunk. Uh, or you can do my other Instagram for my podcast is at the number two, follow the cloud. Those are great ways to, to reach out to me. But man, if ever you find yourself in a faith fighter, even just have questions about faith, like I don't have it all figured out, but I've understood or better yet come to understand that God has it all figured out and he's got it all planned out. And so I've just learned to walk in that. So if you ever need any encouragement or, you know, even just tips or, of how or what to do, I don't have all the answers, but I can give you what I got. Outstanding. Well, you, sir, have have more than you think. Um, so this is the interview with David Davis teaching us how to follow God in real life. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and do that now. It's in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And um, leave us a review. Reviews really help. Um, if it's if it, if it's being a blessing to you, then then push it forward, right? Share it with somebody else and let them know that they too can know how to follow God. Thank you, sir. And I appreciate you and have a good... I'm still working on my end, people. It's, it's not episode 100 yet. It's episode five. So... Listen, um, <laughs> get the reps in. Get right, the reps right, in. right. Exactly, exactly. So we're going to close out the podcast and we'll see y'all next week. All right, bye-bye, everybody. Thank <laughs> you.